In West Philadelphia, born and ways. What's up, my D? What's going on? You already know what it is. Sex, drugs, Jesus Christ. Hey, baby. We're back. Back at it again with SDJC. Guys, we're sorry that we scream at you for the first 10 seconds of our show. The only reason we do that is because we're scared you're going to turn us off. We want to get your attention. We, we want, want you to be attention. addicted. We've listened to some podcasts where they start off like, Hello, welcome back to this week's podcast. Welcome back. It's going to be a great episode. And I'm literally asleep two seconds in. I hit play and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to turn it up and it's just like... Welcome. <laughs> and it's just, it just gets louder and it's just really annoying. And if you think we're annoying, I'm sorry. We probably are to a lot of people. Anyways, but we're we going to get you. right down to it. Let's get Drew, to the biz. Tell me what we're going to talk about today. Today we're going to talk about starting your own 401k. Okay, well, you guys can go ahead and take <laughs> off that play button. You can never listen to us again. <laughs> tell us what we're really talking about, bro. Today we're really going to be talking about God putting you into a season and then you feel like that God has abandoned you there. <gasps> abandoned? He would left you there. That? Just left you in, the, he in the dirt. Find out in 21 minutes. Find out next time. I would end it. Guys, the thing about it is, does God really abandon us? Mm, no. Does it feel like sometimes? Yes. Yeah. Drew, let me let me just paint this picture for you. Paint it, baby. Let me paint it to the listeners as well. Paint it, great. The reason that we are talking about this subject today is because both Dr. Drew and myself Dr. Drew. feel like we are either in or have been recently in a season where God has hand put us there, but then we look around and be like, God, hello? Yeah. You're still there? Drew. That's the real deal. Tell them why you feel that way. You know, like whenever whenever God puts you in a place, you're just like, you're really pumped about it. Exactly. Like you're really stoked. You're like, man, I'm moving into a new thing. Like new, newness in a lot of senses is great. God opens the door. You're like, it's about to be lit. It's about to go down. You think it's <laughs> yeah. going to be a banger. Is yeah. that true? Sometimes. And sometimes Most not. Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times not. And I think, uh, I think this is what we're going to talk about a lot today. Like, what, what can be learned in that season? Uh, why does that season happen? And uh, how do we grow from that season? I think this would be some good points to hit. That's really good. So I actually, um, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they gave me just an awesome word. They said, don't take the opinions of what you thought you heard from God's word as God's word. Mm. Isn't that good? Wow. Say it so again one more time. don't take the opinions of what you thought you heard from God's word as God's word. Wow. So that's like if someone was to read you a Bible verse and be like, yeah, I think that means that. And mm -hmm. then you take what they've said and run with it. Yeah. That means you take God's word at God's word. Wow. So that's something that has been, you know, kind of crazy for me is because a lot of the times I'll listen to something or watch a sermon online or I'll take an opinion and then I run with that. And then God could be like, hey, man, like I gave them that opinion for them. That, mm -hmm. that like tailor made fit their life for that season. That doesn't tailor made, that doesn't like fit your life for right wow. now. Yeah. So that's something that's really crazy. Um, when I was when when Drew and I were talking about like doing this episode, we were we were kind of both talking about where we were at in life, and it was you know we were we were both like not nervous because we're you know never get really too nervous to talk on here. We just talk about whatever. But there's just like some personal things going on, and almost like sometimes they're like embarrassing things when you think about where you're at in life and you feel like God's putting you in a position to where you are, you know doing exactly what you're supposed to do but then you're like you feel like you're failing right do you want to talk about that at all how that's made you feel or you know give anybody any type of you know info about that yeah totally I think that um, I think it's so valuable 
to be in a group where you can talk about that openly. I think that I think being able to share like um, the non Instagram moments is a real community. Sure. I think that uh, just the life that we live is in a very comparison life. And I feel like that um, Instagram always gives you the highlights. So we've talked about that before. But sure. like um, being able to say like things kind of suck sometimes mm-hmm. is like brings a lot of relief to a, to a conversation and to a situation. I think for 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 me personally, uh, I've been with the church for almost a year now, and they want to go a different direction, which is awesome. Like I think that um, if that's what the Lord wants them to do. Um, led them to do that's great and uh, the pastor there is amazing love him to death and love the people there and I think too like um, one of the th- things he actually said this past week was was huge he said uh, the Jesus in me is never going to fight the Jesus in you and I think we could put that in every, any circumstance yeah. in any situation and um, I think that if we're both seeking the Lord and he's like hey the Lord's leading this to happen this way then I gotta be like okay the Lord is leading me the same way so I need to be obedient and I feel like so sometimes like you can be in something that like you know the God that God's called you to be. I know He's called me to be a worship leader, um, and I know some seasons that may look like being a worship leader not on stage or not sure. not on Sunday mornings or being a worship leader on like a Tuesday mm-hmm. or like on like a Thursday. Yeah. And uh, sometimes that's a lot harder. But I think that uh, in these seasons though, there's a lot to learn. I think there's places for us to learn. Um, things but initially back to kind of what you said yeah that like being in a place where you feel like that you've kind of been left or like something's like different um kind of sucks mm-hmm. in, a, in a little bit but i think that that we all go through seasons like that in growth um the lord prunes things in out of our life to to make us stronger and better and uh, uh closer to him and and to be more reliant on him absolutely um, what do you what are some of the things in your life maybe that uh is in that same kind of boat, same situation. Man, the the obvious, the big one right off the bat for me is that when I um, I used to work a full time job um, as well as doing video full time, and I just felt really really strong in my heart that God said, "I want you to leave the job that you're at, and I want you to do video full time and just focus on that." So I said, "Amazing, God, I'm 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 excited." And um, at the time, my wife had uh, also felt that she was supposed to. Uh, leave that leave the job that she was at so with her doing that um, we knew that we were going to be in a position to where I was going to be the you know the only monetary source coming in monthly and we both felt just a lot of peace about that felt that was going to be just you know amazing and God had so much so many blessings and so much incredible things for us and basically what happened was um, there were some months that you know I kicked off and, and months went well and then you know, things got really, really dry. It's like it dried up really quick. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was just really, really weird. It was just like, it was like, God, you asked me to do this. Like, why why is, why is do I not have any jobs? Why is, like, no one hiring me? I felt like I was doing, like, some of my best work I'd ever done and, yeah. and just, like, really, really putting forward, like, all my effort and, and like, trying to, to really, like, nail in what God was calling me for that season. And I just felt abandoned. I felt like, God had called me into this place personally, and then I just felt like He left me there. Yeah, I felt like He knew that. Um, I felt like He knew that that was going to be obviously our only source of income. And then there were just some months where we're like, God, this is like it's just like too thin. We're not like covering it, you know. And that was one thing that I realized that was like, man, I I don't understand. I, I genuinely feel like God has abandoned me. Yeah. 
Mm. And that's, I honestly feel like that's when we have to get into the word and yeah. understand what, what he really says. It says that he will never leave us or abandon us. Yeah. It says that things are going to be tough sometimes and he's going to walk through us with them, but he's not going to leave us. Yeah. And I think one thing that I realized as well in that season is that God puts us in times of testing and times to really stretch our faith because he's trying to build our character for the next place in our life. Oh, yeah, totally. That's something I just didn't understand yeah. for a long time. I thought he's called me into this. It's going to explode. I want to be I'm going to be crushing it. You know, I'm going to do great money wise. I'm going to have great opportunities. Um, and then I realized that if I don't, you know, if he doesn't give me a time of testing and a time of character, character growth, I'm just going to get crushed under the weight of whatever yeah. he has for me next. Yeah. And our small immature brains mine at the time just couldn't understand that and that was something right. that was that was so hard for me and something that i just felt like god was abandoning me yeah now i want to ask you something too i also i i had been saying this a lot a lot in our like small groups and at our key team meetings and talking about like talking about faith a lot and i said okay so if god said i need you to go to this job that you don't like and not make a lot of money and I need you to do that for 10 years with a good attitude. Would you do that? Would you do that? I remember saying that over and over because I felt on my heart that that's where I wanted to be, right? Yeah. Um, and I remember, I, I just remember that was like my thing for like a month. I was just saying like, would you have the complete obedience to obey God 100% without question? Mm. And then um, and then I felt like I got to this place to where that's what was happening for me. Like I had like, I didn't have a lot of work. I didn't have any money coming in. I was then... I almost felt like God's like, well, would you do it? Like, here's your here's your chance now. Is it is it you something you talked about a lot? Is that something that you're gonna do? Wow. And I guess I realized that I don't believe that God like wants to break us like a wild horse or like whip us into shape. I truly believe that He tests our faith, and if we talk about our faith, you know, asking other people if if they'll do something, He'll put us in a position to see if we will too. Yeah. What do you think about that? As you as you and Lindsay's faith been tested a lot in like this season. Oh yeah, totally. And I think that I think that's a great question, and it's a great heart to have um, with the Lord in a great place of just trust to be able to say, yeah, like answer that question with the positive, like to say, yeah, no matter where you call me to, you can call me to Antarctica, and it could just be me and my wife and us just chilling, and like, I mean, twenty degrees under, you know, zero, yeah. and like it would be okay. Like I would be. I would be okay with that. Like, and that's, that's, that's hard to say yes to that. And like, if he called me to that tomorrow, it's going to take a lot of like, uh, denying myself to say yes to that. It's easy to say yes when we're in a position of things are going well. Right. Yeah. That's what I realized. Everything was going awesome in my life. I was making you know, a lot of money and having a great time and all right. my friends and, you know, and then I realized like, as soon as that started to go away, I'm like, Oh wow. Would I really say yes? Yeah. Am I really in a position unless I'm just killing it? Like, is that, not my actual heart. Right. One thing for, one thing for us is like, before we left, um, Starkville, when we were in Mississippi, we felt really comfortable. Like we were there for six years and loved being there. Like I, I was like, I'm going to retire here at this church. Like I want to serve this church till I'm 80, you know? And like never had a second thought about it and never did, never wanted to. And the Lord, um, really like opened up our eyes to, to moving and being in Nashville and things like that. And what was crazy is because we had gotten so comfortable. We tend to have lost like God's voice in our life. Like we did, we weren't listening for him to call us somewhere. We weren't listening for him to like, um, get us to go somewhere else. And so for all that to happen, it like one of the prayers we prayed was like, Lord, we just want to 
be uncomfortable for you. Like, because we've spent a lot of time being comfortable and um, sometimes it takes us sacrificing our comfort to do the hard things. And I think that's exactly what we're talking about now. It's like, we have to sacrifice being comfortable to be in these seasons of like crap because those seasons are the, are the seasons where we grow and we learn. Like, the Lord put the Israelites in the wilderness for 40 years so they would learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. And like, so they would be like deemed holy as they went in yeah. and like trust the Lord as they went in. And um, I feel like the place in the, the wilderness, um, it really deprives you from everything you were able to do. And it only, um, your only option is to trust the Lord or die. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Like yeah. it's either I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to make it or I'm just going to trust that the Lord's going to provide for me. And like they were getting manna from heaven. Like they yeah. was, there was no other food. That's all they had to do was like yeah. trust that that was going to happen. That's so good. I didn't, I've never thought of it, thought about it in that simple of a way. It's just, it's about comfortability. Yeah. I didn't realize because I had never actually been uncomfortable in my whole life. Yeah. I had never, you know, wanted for anything, hurt for anything. And then as soon as like things started to change, I'm like, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. If this is what it means to be like a full blown Christian, like maybe I should go back to being a half Christian. You know what I mean? (laughs) I was like, I did, I went too far, (laughs) too far in. That's the thing that like, man, that's just such a, such a like great way to put it is just comfortability. Um, how did you, how did you understand that you were in that place? And how did you, how did you not complain when you got in that place? Cause I think that's the first thing people do. Things start to go South and they go, well, God doesn't care about me anymore. God doesn't care about my dreams. He doesn't care about my heart. He just wants me to starve and die out here and be miserable. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when, when we left, left Starkville, we didn't have a job. Our, our church sent us off so well. Like they, like they gave us a ton of money and like just really blessed us in a big way. It's amazing. And, but we didn't have jobs and we moved here and we we're like, we're just going to have, you know, just we're going to work in fast food and no, no, no shame to that, but we're going to work fast food and we're going to have church in the grass. So it was like one of the words we said, we're like, we're not going to have anything to do. Like everything's just going to be so super simple. Yeah, yeah. We don't have anything. And, um, so for us, it was like, um, like I, I complain, like I've, I like with Lindsay, like I, she knows my heart in in, in a great way. And, uh, she was, I was definitely able to vent to her about like, man, this kind of sucks. Like this is difficult. But I think too, um, I think too, that I just knowing that the Lord, like the Lord usually in, in my life, that's just me speaking for, for my life. And it may be the same for you too. Is like when he's moved me into a season it's because I, I know he moved me into a season and it's so obvious that he's done it that like when, when I believe that he's the person that's led me to the season, I believe that he's going to be the person that leads me out of it. Yeah. Like, and so I can trust that like, he's going to be with me. Like you said, he's going to be with me through the journey. Like that's he's really not cool. going to be like, he's not going to be like, open the door, let me walk in and then get from a to B by myself. He's going to walk all the way to me with me to the second door. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's go in here now. And, and to walk through the next door um, that he opens. And I think that um, I listened to Judah Smith. I love Judah Smith. Great, great pastor in Seattle. And he... Uh, great communicator. Yeah. He just, he's just really good with his words. Yeah. And he talked about perspective, like uh, having the right perspective. And he talked about um, this guy that he was a basketball player and he he was just finished I think high school or something like that I think that's how basketball basketball is like draft is strange I don't really understand it but anyways um, he was getting drafted to the NBA he was supposed to go like one or two 
he didn't end up going to like the very last slot, which is like 14 or like 17. I can't remember which one. Wow. Didn't go until until then for the lottery. And they were like, oh, man, I bet you're bummed. I bet you're like really upset that you didn't go as early as you thought you were. You thought you were going to go first or second. He was like, how did your night end up being? He was like, man. He was like, and he could have answered any way he wanted to, but his answer was this. He said, I'm just blessed that the Lord let me be a part of the NBA. Really like he cool. could have been really bummed. Like yeah. he was supposed to be like the, the top dog. Yeah. And he could have been like, oh, it really sucks. Like I don't see why these other guys got to go ahead. But I think when we change our perspective to see that like, oh, there's going to be an end to the season. And, and when you say that like, you know that the Lord's at work and he's leading me to something next. I think that um, when we have our perspective on that and not like, oh, I got to take another step in the desert. Mm-hmm. Like that sucks. But when Absolutely. you know that, like, the Lord's leading me to a lagoon or, like, he's leading me to the promised land, yeah. then the next step is, like, not even a big deal because you yeah. know you're walking towards something. Absolutely. And I don't know about for you, but for me, there would be days where I would just be, like, really down and be like, yeah. man, I don't even know if God, like, this, I don't even know if this is where we're supposed to be. Like, I feel like I've just made a mistake and he's just punished me. Right. And Alexis, my wife, just, like, picks me up and she says, that's not true. That's not what God believes. Wow. That's not. And then there'll be days when she's down and I'm like, that's not what we believe. God has already told us this is where we have to stand. This is where we have to grow. And I think that that's something that's so cool about having a partner being married. And even if you're not married, I think that's something that if you have a, like someone, just a friend that's in the word, that's just positive. Yeah. I think it's important to link up with, cause that's, that's why we have community. That's why we have relationships. Mm-hmm. People that literally pull us up in times like that. Did you, did, did Lindsay really like pick you up in times? Did oh, you pick yeah. her up? I mean, it's, it's really cool how it works. It's almost like it's almost like God knows the days when you're gonna need it, you know, the yeah. other one steps in, right? Oh yeah, totally. And 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 like Lindsay's like my biggest fan and like and, and I'm hers and like this is crazy because like she supports like everything that we do. Like and she like just knows that the Lord is like in it. You know, yeah. he just she knows that like he's brought us to be the part of this thing. And and our relationship is great because she like speaks so much into me scripturally that like I'm just like oh wow and that fuels me somehow to be able to <laughs> sorry that that fuels me somehow to be able to do you need to, do you need to sneeze <laughs> no sorry guys Drew's <laughs> laughing at me because I'm literally yawning and sneezing like every three seconds I don't know what's in here it's just making me go crazy oh no I'm like you're really boring can you hurry up <laughs> I was like, I probably should wait. No, no, no really but um, and then she she feels fuels me with scripture, in such a way that like it motivates me and gives me the confidence to be like, we got this. And like, yeah, so when she's awesome. down, like I'm like, hey, we got this. Remember yeah. what you said like uh, yesterday. Absolutely, so, that's so, so good. Yeah. What about so for you guys? You guys are in a in a place in a season like you shared. Um, what do you think that you're learning right now in that season? Beyond what some the, some of the things you've already shared. Uh, I think the biggest thing is just testing of faith and character. Yeah. I really think that's the most important. I truly believe that a lot of people get to the place that me and my wife or you and your wife have been at. And I believe that they get right up to the very edge. And instead of jumping into uh, jumping into what God has, even when it's so hard, I feel like they kind of fall back on themselves. Oh, yeah. I The reason I say that is because I've done that for so long. I've got up to a point to where I was really, really, really believing for something. I was really believing God was going to come through and he, I believe he was because he told me he was. And then I got really skittish right at the end and I just jump in and be like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out myself and I just jump in and do it myself. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So I think the most important thing, I think God's testing me to see, like, when life gets hard, when I tell you something, are you going to stay and hold fast to what I've told you, or are you just going to jump in and do it for yourself? Right. And that's something that it's been so hard for us to do because, you know, anybody else would be like, you need to just go and, like, figure something else out, just, like, be working this job or do this or that. And and God has just told me to literally, God literally told us to rest and to wait on him and what he has for us and, like, yeah. not push in our own way in any way. Yeah. And that's been the hardest thing in the world. But I truly believe that it's just been a time of testing faith and a time of knowing in our hearts where to stand, even when it gets so tough and you feel like you're just failing because you feel like you're you know not doing anything at all. Right. And I feel like I feel like going through a season like that um, and being a Christ follower should should motivate us in a sense. Like, let me encourage you out there. If you're, if you're in that season right now, Job like this is all I'm thinking about right yeah, now. Like Job had his whole life taken away by the enemy and all of it happened was because God allowed it. Mm-hmm. And, and what's crazy is like, this is your confidence today is that like God saw Job is worthy of being tested. Yeah. Like God saw Job. He's like, Job can handle it. Job's my man. Like yeah. he's not going to give in. And like, if God has a confidence in you that in that way, that's that, that's what we need to strive for. That's for really for cool. God to say, you see my man, Carson, like he's my man and like, he's not going to, he's not going to bend over under pressure yeah. and like, he's going to be able to, to see through and like know that my plan's best. So attack him, like put him in the desert, like, yeah. like whatever, you know, but I know that he's going to stay faithful to me because I've been faithful to him and he's no, he knows that. Yeah. So I think that when we have our perspective to, and know that like God is in control, he's faithful. He's going to see us through the season. Um, whatever that looks like, however long that takes, um, we can have confidence in that. So That's really cool. Be worthy of the testing. Absolutely. And 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 Job did have his whole life taken away. And literally, for those of you who didn't know, had like the craziest stuff happen to him. And, yeah. But when it was all said and done, I think the Bible says he had like a hundred times what he started with, right? Yeah. Didn't the Lord bless him like a hundred times over? Yeah. He it was something insane because he was so faithful. So just know that if you're in that season of where like, nothing is going on like everything kind of sucks not only are you going to come out of it as long as you keep your heart right you're going to come out of it like way ahead of where you were it's just oh. the way it works the, and, and like Matthew puts it like this Matthew nineteen twenty nine says and anyone who has left house or brother or sister or father or mother or wife or children or land for my namesake uh, will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life wow yeah and, and that's that's like that's huge. Yeah. Like, and that leaving your house, your brother, your sister, your mother, all your family, your wife, all your fields, your belonging. I would say that's a desert. Yeah. I would say that you're in a bad spot, Absolutely. you know, but if you do it in the name of Jesus and you trust that he's, he's going to be faithful, it says you're going to receive a hundred times as much and will receive eternal life. Like that's, so that's a big promise. So, Hey, if you feel like you're in a season to where life just flat out sucks, and you felt like God told you you need to be here or God has like opened the door and you are supposed to be in the place that God has for you, but you feel like nothing's going right, nothing's working, everything is in a drought, please don't worry. Please don't don't sit and, and you know, get angry and, and shake your fists at God. And, and to be honest, like God can handle that. He's a big God. He can handle you getting angry. But I promise if you if you spend that whole season like questioning and wondering and complaining it's just going to last longer and you're the reason it's going to last longer is because you're not going to grow from it 
We can't grow in a season of drought if we're constantly complaining and constantly whining while we're here. Yeah. If we don't realize that we're here to grow and we're here for an opportunity to learn, then we're never going to get out of that. So embrace it. And I know that sounds tough, but just embrace it and take it with, take it with a, a grain of salt and be like, God's put me here because I'm about to learn and I'm about to go into this next place of just incredible harvest. So, uh, and also if that's you and you feel like you just really, really don't understand what to do, where you're at, we would love to talk to you about yeah. it. You could like DM us on the Instagram page or whatever you want to do. We would love to, uh, to talk to you about it because we've, we've been there and we're there now. So. Yeah. So let, let us, let us love on you in that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and you have a great opportunity to encourage us. Also. Absolutely. So yeah. If you have a story like that, go ahead and tell us how you got through it and, and what it was like for you. Yeah. That's great. So that's the end of our message today. Also, we got one more thing to do. It's called it? totally true, true tales. Yeah. God. That's what it is. That's that terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> Drew, it's time for you to tell one oh, of your totally no. true tales. I'd love to. You have a decently large size Mario on your desk over there. I do. Why don't you tell him why you have that up there? Is it because you're an Italian race car driver named Gerario? Gerario. Man, I haven't heard that in so long. I know. It brings back a lot of memories. Yeah, go yeah. ahead, tell him. Yeah, so um, when I was about six years old, my parents moved to Italy. And, uh, that's how you say it there, Italy. Italy. And uh, it's just a little slower. Um, and uh, I always had a passion. I love going fast. And uh, he said, I'm going fast, mom. <laughs> I'm going to go fast. So we went there, um, and they there was a there was like a special speedway that you got to go like test drive the cars and stuff. So my dad got in. I got in the back seat. Uh, we went like 120. And he was burning it, wasn't Yeah, he? he was burning it. And I was like, this is special. Like the smell, like the... The, the smell the, of burnt rubber. Yeah, the smell of burnt rubber specifically, but also like the smell of like burnt clothes. Um, he burned out so hard, the back end of the, the car caught on fire. Burned my shorts. <laughs> like burned a hole straight through my shorts. Wow. And my bare bottoms like on the back seat. It was bad. Golly. Um, so the whole, the whole, after that happened, I was traumatized. I lived my whole high school uh, career as burn butt. Uh, all burn my friends call butt. me burn butt. Wow, that's not very creative of your friends. Is it? <laughs> it's not creative at all, and they they call me that, and uh, it still smelled bad. Yeah. Wow. So um, the whole idea of me becoming an Italian race car driver was just for uh, redemption, honestly. Wow. Um, able to actually race a few um, races, do a few. Didn't leagues. you win the uh, Italy Five Hundred? Yeah, that was really good. You sounded native. Italy. Italy. It's Gerario. I won a few. Uh, I won a few, and I lost a few. And wow. like to lose a few, like I got last place. And, and they called you. They called you Big Mario, didn't they? Um, Big Dario. 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 That's true. Yeah. Wow. That, uh, that is an incredible story. Uh, it, well, it's not, but it's it's, it's, it's very par. <laughs> it is very average, but it is true. And if you guys don't think it is, look it up at www.gerario.italy.com Italy, yeah. And a, fo- a couple of like backslashes, forward slashes in there. Yeah, just, just a few. Put them wherever you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Guys, we love you. God loves you. Peace. See ya. Yeah.